The U.S. struck Iranian-linked targets in Syria last night, and Iran says the U.S. will not be spared from the fire they will soon unleash. And renowned geopolitical and financial cycle expert Charles Nenner proclaimed two billion could die in this current war cycle. Sound familiar? We'll discuss all this and more today. It's open line, so we're talking about whatever you want. Give us a call at 877-363-8463. Welcome to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Today is open line, which means we're going to have a little bit more time to take a break and drink our first cup of coffee. Doug and I are having the John Hancock roast today. Yes, it's their signature blend. If you don't get that, think about it for a little bit longer. First cup, they're not woke. They aren't supplying Hamas with their morning brew. They're a Christian-owned Patriot Coffee Company out of the great state of Texas. So go to firstcup.com, use code end time to get 10% off. If you subscribe, they'll give you another 10% off. So go to firstcup.com. Be sure to use code endtime to get 10% off today. All right, Doug, it's open line. You excited? It's your I'm, favorite day of the yes. week. So excited, Vince. So excited. You know, we haven't been taking calls for a while, so I mean, we've been so busy with everything, so it'd probably be good to talk to some of our regulars that we don't get to talk to. Very yeah, much. well, there's so much to say. Yeah. There's there so is. much to cover. We don't have enough time. Right. And so... We just literally have been up to our eyeballs in information and trying to make sure that we know um, the truth and tell people what the Bible has to say in the process. Yes, that's true. Which is also the truth. Yes, it is. And try to be, you know, up to date on everything, even though it happens so fast, it's hard sometimes, but yeah. Now, it's interesting. We're going to get to this story here in a bit, but um, someone that's not a prophecy teacher, someone that doesn't work for end time, mm -hmm. they wrote an article. Yes. And they quoted in this article someone that said two billion people could die in this war cycle, which sounds very familiar because, as you all know, we've been talking about that for a very long time. We're going to kind of give a brief overview of that today and also share more information about uh, that article and that statement. And so um, before we do, I want to remind you, uh, you know, Facebook doesn't like us talking about war. We get notices when we do uh, war or political things. They will block that from being able to um, expand even further throughout the world. And so they'll let us know that this video can't be boosted to go out to more people. And so uh, we need your help when we talk about things like this. We need you to share share multiple places. If you're in groups, share it there, share it in Messenger. Uh, however you're able to share, do that now. It helps us out a lot. And then also comment. Two billion could die. What do you think about that? Is that a legit possibility from your perspective or not? We're going to give you some scriptural evidence that we think proves that that is accurate. Of course, like I said in that story, uh, that scripture is not referenced. But uh, you comment, you share, and then also heart the video, love the video, instead of just hitting the blue thumbs up. That'll help us out a lot. So thank you very much for that. We appreciate it so much. Doug, how do we want to begin the day? Um, I know we're not starting with calls, but this story is pretty unbelievable. When I saw it, I sent it to you and was like, then I saw you in the stairwell, actually. I was like, check out what I just texted you. Yeah, yeah it's pretty incredible because... Uh, this is a financial advisor guy, right? He's like a geopolitical financial uh, wizard, and uh, he studies war cycles and how that affects economy and uh, just the, the geopolitical grand scale of things, I guess, but uh, mainly in the financial part of it, too. 
but it's interesting because Vince, in this article, what he talks about and what he says about uh, the previous wars we've had and the war that is coming. So that's why it was like mind-boggling when you showed me. And I've seen this guy before on interviews, but some of the things he says specifically about this country and about uh, where he thinks we're heading and about the number of people that he believes will be killed in the next big war we have. Very so how do we go about this? What, what well, do we let's just hit this article. Story? Let's talk about it here because, um, you know, one of the things he said, he, he, like I said, he studies these war cycles for big wars. He says um, that the cycle is for big wars such as World War II, World War One and Two, I guess. And these two wars were part of a big war cycle, according to him. His name is Charles uh, Nenner. I guess is how you say his name. In the article, where's the article come from us? Uh, you said hedge that. Zero, uh, zero Hedge. Yeah, Zero Hedge, which uh, I think Vince is familiar with them. So he's, he's heard I other. I am familiar with them. They are um, anonymous. So uh, everyone who writes articles there, you don't really know who it is. So okay. they stay pretty low key. All right. Well, in this link that we have, there's actually a 45-minute video that goes along with the story, but we wanted to hit the highlights because it's your day and we want to be able to get your calls, but we wanted to study this because it's very interesting. But he says, keep in mind the war cycle comes with many countries in uh, possession of nuclear arsenals. So we're talking about that now because uh, we know, you know, Iran has opportunity they're supposed to be within days of having a nuclear weapon but their two biggest allies are nuclear possessing countries uh, russia and china but he says if you uh, do cycles on war games and war cycles you can calculate how many people are going to die in such a war uh, he says we discussed this in the past and now it looks ugly we're talking about a lot of people there are so many things bad going on in the world so I would like to not tell you the number but the uh, but he pushes for the number here <laughs> Ninier said that this war cycle will top all other war cycles and body counts uh, the war cycle is going to be worse than World War II and he says so the question is what do we do and where do we go a lot of my clients and the reason why he has clients like I said before he is a financial uh, guru and advisor he says a lot of my clients are not interested in how do I make money but where should I go so I am studying where all the best places to go would be this is what I'm trying to find out and I've been very busy with this so I guess there are people asking where should we go to avoid this war I guess is what they're asking but he then the reporter says well let's get back to the death toll <laughs> and uh, that none of your nose is coming so I ask again, how many people will die in this current war cycle? And he blurts out, it could be a quarter of the population of the world. That's roughly two billion people. And that could, uh, that could be killed in this current war cycle. Uh, this may not be the next war because this is going to continue for many years, but it could be the war after this. Now, remember the, the, Vince. Oh, sorry. No. Go ahead, because I know where you're going. We're going to talk about the number that he just threw out there, right? Well, not only that, but Gregory on Facebook, he wants to know, is it a third of mankind or just the Euphrates River region? And how do we know the difference? Well, every translation that we can find says a third of mankind. Um, and so it, it looks as though it will be, some of them say the third part of men. Uh, I know a lot of people say, well, uh, you know, some of the things that came 
to pass and the other trumpets were regional uh, where a third of the of the earth was burned and a third of the ships were destroyed and things like that but the thing is is that it's going to affect the world because it's going to be a world war so it's going to affect the world and he's talking about that number of people and even if that were a regional thing think about that number of people being taken out because i mean you know china would be a big part of that probably india uh, Pakistan, places like that that have a, a numerous amount of people. And we know that the war is happening right now. This war that's ramping up right now is in that Middle East region where we know the Euphrates River is. And we've always thought that that's where the war would come from because of the key of being in the Euphrates River area. But uh, we do believe based on all the scripture we can find and look at that it's going to be a third part of mankind. So out of all the people in the world. And then... Uh, he, he just goes on to discuss China and their involvement in the Middle East and how they've moved ships into this region along with, uh, you know, Russia's made some threats in that region. The United States has a couple of different uh, war vessels in those regions. And now Doug, you mentioned China. Mm -hmm. He mentions China. If China gets involved and, and they've already, like you said, they already have ships there, but if they, yeah. if they get involved more heavily, um, a lot of the stuff that we find in our grocery stores, in Walmart, in everywhere that you shop, anywhere that you go to shop, if you just look hard enough, you're going to find a made in China somewhere on there. Right. So if China gets involved, mm -hmm. even if we don't see boots on the ground here in the United States, right. there will be an impact for Absolutely. everyday people like you and I. To, and we've seen that a lot throughout the last several years especially. Mm -hmm. And you know, as Americans, we want to believe that the grocery store and that all these supply companies will always be there. But like we saw, the supply chain could quickly collapse. And if China gets involved, uh, it's going to be rough as far as uh, supply chain goes. So what if there was a way to have an affordable three-month emergency supply of food? There is. Readypantry.com slash end time. Our friends over there, they offer amazing 25-year shelf stable food. It includes meals for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, not to mention the peace of mind you're going to have knowing that you have that emergency supply of food ready for anything. It'll help you in a power outage, hurricanes, grid collapse, war, the list goes on and on. Ready Pantry is an American-based company with all products sourced right here in America, and they're offering discounts of up to 20% off for 3 to 12 months supplies. So go to readypantry.com slash endtime and use code endtime and save an additional 10% off your order plus free shipping on all orders. You also mentioned Russia and Ukraine, Doug. Yeah. We haven't heard anything about Russia and Ukraine for the last three or four weeks. Right. Did they, like, have a peace deal mm -hmm. and everything's going good now or what? Oh, Vince, if, if only that could be. Uh, but, no, that's still, that is still a war that's waging. And, you know, that was one of the reasons why they talked about we needed a Speaker of the House because they weren't able to send funds to the Ukraine. They weren't mm -hmm. able to send funds to... Uh, Israel and we needed to have that speaker in the house so that those things could be approved and business as usual could pick up and so uh, we haven't heard a lot about it because of the situation in Israel and uh, between Israel and Hamas and the Palestinian people right now and this this particular event that's going on right now I mean it does appear like it's going to be a bigger scale than what most believe and in this uh, this gentleman, as he calls this out, he says why it's crucial that America does what they say they're going to do, and this is why. So he says um, that the United States helping is helping Israel because 
if they don't do that, nobody will trust them in the world. That the United States will now be untrustworthy, and that China is watching this very closely because. If the United States does not back Israel like they've promised to do, they believe then if they can't help Israel, they can't help Taiwan. And China's been wanting to take Taiwan back for many, many years. And if they see a sign of weakness with the United States right now, then China could make a move. Or even Russia could make a move with the Ukraine and things that are going on there because everybody is distracted by this war. So this thing is capable of getting bigger, and that's what he's saying. And that's why it's important uh, that the United States does what they say they're going to do. And so far, Vince, they've been doing that. We got some stories we're going to talk about uh, later if we have time, or maybe some of our listeners will bring it up. But the U.S. has made some strikes on some uh, Iranian targets. Mm -hmm. uh, so anyway, he's saying that the U.S. has to keep from being a laughingstock. But he also says that a war cycle coming to America through the southern border could also be possible at this time. So because of the fact that we've had our borders open, he says there will be terror attacks in the U.S. and maybe much more because uh, he says, I don't know how many of them are already in the country and they are catching Iranians on the terrorist list. So how do Iranians get to Mexico, he asked. Um, he goes on to say this, and I thought this was interesting because of our interview yesterday. <laughs> and some of the questions we've been getting from our listeners, but he says, uh, the cycle says it uh, will most likely happen between 2027 and 28 time period, but Ninier says uh, he does like gold and silver, and he thinks gold will be well over the 2,500 uh, per ounce mark within a year and a half. He's, he is the best financial advice, he says the best financial advice he can give is to buy a two-year treasury and lock in a 5% return with zero risk. So that's how he ends the article there as he's talking about what people should do with their money during a time like this before this war cycle happens. Now, Doug, um, you're not a gold expert, right? I am not. You're not even a U.S. dollar expert, neither am I. I don't even have any gold. <laughs> <laughs> We've had uh, Dr. Costa. Of course, yesterday yeah. we had Philip on from Birch Gold. We've had a number right. of people on and will continue to do that to talk to us, to help give us information so we can make good decisions. We right. want, of course, our audience to be able to make good decisions. So we're certainly not telling people to go do this. This is what the financial expert said to do that also said two billion could die in this uh, war cycle that we're in. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we know from the prophecy that we're teaching that two billion people could die. We've been talking about that for decades. I was sending someone a video today that we uploaded to YouTube, I think it was back in 2009, where we're saying there's a war coming that'll kill over two billion people, and then this headline is in the news today. We know that the world government enthusiasts, they wanna impose digital currencies on people and digital IDs. So we can see the prophecies that are happening, and we can kind of foresee some stuff that's coming. So, uh, you know, when the world enthusiasts have their way, they're gonna want to allow officials to prohibit you from purchasing certain products or freeze or seize part or all of your money. And in essence, they'll be able to enable government to take more control over your finances and concerned Americans. They're diversifying their assets into physical gold with the help of Birch Gold Group. If you want physical assets held in a tax shelter retirement account, you can go to birchgold.com slash end time to get your free info kit on gold. You're not going to go there and buy gold coins or bars or anything like that. You're getting an info kit on gold so you can make a good decision for your future. Uh, when you do that, you can convert an IRA or a 401k uh, from, where, from like a previous employer or something like that. 
they'll help you do that and you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. So go to birchgold.com slash endtime and claim your free info kit on gold today. Uh, you'll be happy that you did and be able to understand that better and know what's coming and pray about it and make a, the best decision for you and your family. So Doug, he does mention that. He's an expert and... Um, and once again, he's not a biblical um, you know, authority. He's not a prophecy teacher. He we've is not a, had any communication with him. No, not at all. And he's a, pro, he's a uh, financial advisor, but he understands war cycles. Mm -hmm. So World War I had 8 million dead, World War II, 52 million, and World War III, he says 2 billion people will die. Well, that's one-third of mankind, and that's exactly what Revelation 9, 13 through 21 speaks about. So anybody that's looking for that scripture reference and you can go there too and, and look for yourself that it does say one third of mankind will be killed in this war. You can look in Revelation 9, 13 through 21. Um, but, you know, I mean, you mentioned a video that we produced years ago mm -hmm. uh, and you were sending somebody a link. I thought it would be kind of fun if we showed the teaser for one of the videos we had uh, around, I don't know when this video was made. Like you know? 2008, 2009. Okay. So, Pastor Baxter was talking about this back in 2008, telling us about this war that was coming. Do what? And even before. Even before, yeah, you've well, heard it. Let's check it out. Okay. What, do you, what do you have to say? World War III. Now the question is not, is there going to be a World War III? It's in your Bible. There's not a one-tenth of one percent chance that it's not going to happen. This won't be eight million dead. This will not be 52 million dead. This war that's coming is going to be 2.2 billion. I'm talking about 40 times World War II, the worst war ever. So the four angels who had been prepared for the hour and day and month and year were released to kill a third of mankind. What will the world look like after one third of mankind is destroyed when 2.2 billion people die? I mean, they're going to be burying them with bulldozers. World War III, it's going to happen. One third of mankind is going to die. So where is safety? There's only one place. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are safe. The Bible says except a person is born again, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Your only hope, my only hope, we have to know where we stand with Jesus Christ. And that's what I want to say to all of you out there today. Don't play Russian roulette with your soul. Get in God's Word. Enroll in some Bible studies. Figure out what, what is going on. Go through understanding the end time level one. Learn the prophecies because it's coming. One third of this world is getting ready to be wiped out. Doug, don't you miss Irvin Baxter? I do. I know so everybody much, out there. Right now. <laughs> I know everybody out there misses him. So, hey, uh, if you miss Irvin Baxter, why don't you comment his name? Simply Irvin Baxter. Put that in the comments. Let's see who all out there misses him. Now, some of you are going to write Irvine or Irvine or all sorts of different names. His name was Irvin Baxter. Yeah. So comment that. There you go. All right. All right. I mean, that's it's good to see that. But, man, Vince, I know if he was here, he would be so excited 
and he would be coming to this microphone every day and just We'd all probably have to be working 24-7 if think he was so. here. He yeah. wouldn't let anybody leave. I don't think he would. <laughs> so, Doug, in World War One, eight million died. Mm -hmm. World War Two, fifty-two million. In World War Three, a third of mankind is going to die. And right now, that number is about 2.2, 2.3 billion people. Yeah. And that, we're, we're telling people, I mean, we've been telling them this all month. Right. What's happening right now could be that prophesied war. Right. So, like, that is a milestone event in God's Word. Mm -hmm. And we know shortly after that is the second coming of Jesus Christ. Right. So this is not like, this isn't your grandparents' end of days. This is, right. we are here. There's so much going on too, Vince, in Bible prophecy. It's not just this war that's happening right now. I mean, we know from scripture that America will eventually not be involved in that one world government. And we've got people calling uh, for the UN to be kicked out of the United States of America because of some uh, words that were said by their um, Secretary General Kofi Annan the other day when he was saying that uh, Israel had this coming. And so we, we've got things happening there within uh, Bible prophecy where we're beginning to see the, the mood swing to uh, maybe the UN is not the organization that the United States wants to be involved in. And that was one of the things that President Trump was already working on getting us out of some of those things, the Paris Climate Agreement and, and um, uh, the NATO agreement, all those things. He was trying to back us out of those things. The WHO and uh, all these tentacles of world government, he was trying to get us out of. And now we've got mainstream media saying, hey, we, we need to get out of the UN. We need to have the UN uh, removed from our, our land and, and they can go set up <coughs> shop somewhere else. And so you're beginning to see that rhetoric. We're beginning to see the Catholic Church begin to accept homosexuality within the church. Other things that we have talked about that are biblical that are going to come to pass in the end time where the mainstream church is going to become more open to the world and they're not going to follow the scriptures of God where Jesus says the name above the door may say Jesus but inside they're going to be wolves in sheep's clothing and so we're beginning to see those things just all kind of come to a point so we live in some exciting times and it's not just this war that's happening right now there's so many other things going on right um, well Doug We've got a lot of callers. Yes. We know a lot of people want again to we do. ask questions and get their comments. Uh, you ready to go to the phones? Let's do it. All right, we're going to start in Idaho. Seth is watching there. Seth, welcome to the End Time Show. Uh, hello. Nice to uh, talk to you. Likewise. Hi, Seth. Uh, my question today is, I wouldn't say simple. I was wondering, do you believe that the Sixth Trumpet War will reach U.S. soil? And is there any scriptural... Uh, proof to back that up? Well, Seth, we, we don't see anything right now that we can say without a shadow of a doubt that there, the war is going to come to the soil of the United States. But I would think that, yes, we're, we're going to be very much involved with it because if it's a world war, you know that the United States is going to be involved in it. Uh, but like this, uh, this gentleman said in the article we just read, he believes that because of the borders being open to the south and all the people that have come in illegally down through there, we don't know who's come across our borders. And Iran has already made threats and said that if the United States uh, gets more involved in this war, 
that we would have war here on our homeland. So they're saying that they already have terrorist proxies within the United States and those uh, terrorists would begin to attack the United States. And so I could see it happening um, here, but I know that we're gonna be very much involved in this war and we're gonna have judgment coming on this country. There's no way we can escape that. We have not been the Christian nation that we should be. And we've allowed so many different things that are against God to come into this nation uh, that there's gonna be judgment there. How bad it's gonna be, we just know we won't be wiped out because we know that we're the eagle's wings there in Revelation 12, 14, helping Israel all the way through the time of the Great Tribulation. Yeah, it's nice to know we'll still be here. Yes, sir. All right, thank you. All Thanks right, for your thank call, you. Seth. God bless you. Joel's watching in Pennsylvania. Joel, welcome to the End Time Show. Hello, guys. How are you? Good. Joel, we're well. Good. Um, I... Um, I was wondering what you guys thought about uh, in Matthew 24, uh, verses 18, uh, 18 through 22, um, talking about the Antichrist, how he's going to set up his uh, uh, you know, in the temple, and then um, but I think the answer to whether to which comes first, the Sixth Trumpet War, or um, or the confirmation of the covenant. I think, I think the answer is found in those verses, um, and I just wanted to know what you guys thought about that um, because it, it says uh, it says for except you know, and this is after the antichrist you know stands in the temple, like it said it says in verse 15, but it says that um, you know verse 21 for for then shall be great tribulation such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be. And except those days be shortened, there should no flesh be saved. Um, what else could that be talking about if it's not the Sixth, sixth Trumpet War? Um, well, Joe, and, uh, yeah. the thing is with that, I mean, I, I see why you would say that because of the things that are happening right. there. But the, but the thing with that is that we would have to have the agreement already put in place before that war started. And then the Antichrist show up three and a half years into that agreement. Because we know from Daniel 9.27 that that is the abomination of desolation. That's what Jesus is referring to when he says written of by the prophet Daniel. Daniel tells right. us that that happens in the middle of the final seven years. And so there's going to be a temple there. We know that because of Revelation 12, I mean, Revelation 11, 1 and 2. Uh, it tells us that, there, that John was told to measure the temple and the worshipers and the altar, but not to measure the outer court for it's going to be trodden by the Gentiles for 42 months. And so it lets us know that other things need to take place before this great tribulation happens. And it appears like the war is going to happen before this now. All right, thanks for your call, Joel. We have some open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We'll be right back after this break. A voice spoke to me and said, I've got something I want to show you. I was so sure God had talked to me, and I was stunned what I saw. A direct fulfillment 
of this over 2,500-year-old prophecy. The United States will stand with Israel. Why haven't I ever seen this before? One-third of humanity will die. What do these beasts symbolize? The lion, the bear, the leopard. The combined beast from Revelation 13 represents the end-time government of the Antichrist. Understanding the end time. Now streaming on End Time Plus and available to order at endtime.com slash UET. Go to endtime.com slash UET or call 800 End Time. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End Time Show's TV and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning End Time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com slash events to see when Dave will be in a location near you. Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Doug, I do want to remind everyone that Dave and Jana Robbins will be in Mattoon, Illinois this weekend. Tomorrow, Dave's teaching on understanding the end time at 6 p.m. Then Sunday morning, he'll be teaching on breaking prophecy news at 945 and then they'll just be preaching whatever the Lord lays on his heart Sunday night at 5 p.m. You can go to endtime.com slash events to learn more about the venue and other details about that specific conference. Or you can give us a call at 800 endtime. All right, Doug, Peggy on Facebook, she wants to know, um, is there any significance to the Palestinian flag colors being the same as the colors of the horses in Revelation? Or is it just a coincidence? Well, I believe, Vince, that it is a coincidence because we we understand what those horses are. When you look at the prophecy in Revelation chapter 6 and you look at those first four horsemen, you look also in Zechariah chapter 6, it explains to us because Zechariah has the same type of vision that John has about the horsemen, except his horsemen are riding in chariots. And it tells us in Zechariah that these uh, are spirits that go out into the world and they uh, will uh, like influence the minds of man and the ideas of man. So uh, it's spirits that go out into the world. And so we have understood that the white horse is Catholicism, the red horse is communism, the black horse is capitalism, and of course the pale horse, which was uh, translated as pale, it should have been chloros, which is green. The green horse is Islamism. Well, we have seen the rise of Islamism here the last few years, starting with the Arab Spring that started uh, back in the early uh, part of like, is around 2010 or 11, somewhere in there, where all of that started and we begin to see things there. Uh, so now we're watching this kind of in full throttle where uh, we're watching the war happening right now in Israel and definitely Hamas is that green spirit so are some of the other terrorist organizations that are there, Hezbollah and the Houthis. So we're, we're watching that spirit very much uh, right now, but we, we believe that that flag color significance is probably just a coincidence and doesn't really have anything to do with those horsemen in Revelation uh, chapter six. 
All right, thank you so much. We're mm -hmm. gonna go back to the phones now. Sandy's watching in Kansas. Sandy, welcome to the End Time Show. Say, first of all, that we definitely miss Brother Baxter. I've, we've watched him for many years, and then just shortly before he died, we completed the Jerusalem Prophecy College. Mm -hmm. So um, it was really hard to hear that he had died of COVID. But anyway, we appreciate you guys carrying on. And I have a question about the Sixth Trumpet War. All right. Um, it says in verse 14, saying to the sixth angel which had the trumpet, loose the four angels uh, that were bound in the great river Euphrates, and then on to 15, and the four angels were loose, which were prepared for an hour and a day and a month and a year for to slay the third part of men. Can you guys tell me what those time periods mean? Does that seem to indicate how long the war will be? Well, that is a fantastic question. And we have <laughs> always looked at it as this is just the specific time that God prepares for this to happen. That there is a specific year, a day, an hour, uh, and so on. So that's the way we've always looked at that. Now, the question that you just posed to me was posed to me the other day in an email as well. And as I looked at that, I sent it to Dave and said, what do you think about this theory? Because it could be, because we, we understand from this many people being killed, just like uh, Pastor Baxter talked about in that video a while ago, this would have to be a nuclear war to kill that many people. And so it could actually be that it's gonna last a year and a month and a day and an hour. That, that could be the timing of it, but we don't know that because we don't have specific understanding of that scripture. And so we are looking at it now, you know, and going, hmm, that could have different meanings than what we've thought. So we, the answer is, long, long story short, is we just don't know for sure. There's just not enough information there, but that's highly possible that that could be the scenario. Okay, I appreciate that answer. That's a good answer. All right, well, thank you. And thank you very much. God bless you. God yes, bless you, Sandy. You. Doug, you always have great answers. <laughs> I don't know about that, Vince. I do. There's a lot of times when I have to say, I don't know, folks. Well, that's a great answer if you don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. If you think Doug always has great answers, oh, comment his name. <laughs> he needs to see a lot of Dougs in the comment section, a lot of hearts on the video, a lot of shares. <laughs> That'll make Doug's weekend. We're going to mm -hmm. go to New Hampshire now. Michaela's watching there. Uh, the infamous Michaela, that is. Ah. Michaela, welcome to the End Time Show. We, we can barely hear you. Can you hear me now? Ah, there you go. All right. Um, so, yeah, how are you guys doing? We're doing good. I actually saw the video you posted the other day of your baptism. Oh, thanks. I'm glad you guys liked it. <laughs> yeah. It's certainly very fun. One of my favorite baptism videos of all time, I must say. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty, um, so I just wanted to give a quick update um, on my situation up here. So we just came back from Israel less than two weeks ago. My word, it feels like it's been months, but only it's been two weeks. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I want to say to everyone who was on the trip that now is really the perfect time to witness to everybody about what we saw when we were over there. Everybody wants to know what happened over there, and um, right now is honestly just the prime time to 
tell people what we saw over there and everything and talk to them about Bible prophecy. Um, and to those who weren't on the trip, I would say to you to also uh, reach out because people are very, very um, hungry for the truth and they just want, uh, if they see that what you are saying from the Bible is lining up to what is happening in the real world, they'll pay attention to it. So yeah. definitely um, reach out to as many people as you can. I've already done one presentation already. All right. Um, and I just went to my old high school, and they want me to present uh, over there All as right. well. Well, um, praise the Lord. I, so, yeah, it's, it's really, really quite insane. And New Hampshire is, like, I think number five on the most liberal states in America. So, like, wow. if that's happening up here, it's happening all over the u.s yeah yeah so i definitely want to encourage people to reach out do that um, well michaela yeah, let, so. let me ask you this because i know that y'all weren't very far into the tour y'all were early in it when this happened like you, it was like y'all's first or second day wasn't it of actual touring yeah it was day two of touring that yeah. morning <laughs> and so let me just ask you this before that happened did you feel safe and comfortable and was everybody friendly and I mean how did you feel there in Israel before this happened? Oh yeah um, it, it felt very safe all the way through everyone was friendly all the way through yeah. um, even when we were doing baptisms in the Mediterranean we had people coming off the street and saying hi to us and um, saying that they were surprised that there were still tourists here <laughs> like five six days into the war so yeah. Um, yeah, everyone was really friendly, um, and yeah, everyone felt very safe while we were over there. Very good. That's good to hear. We, we were there. I went back in the spring uh, with the tour in May, and it was my second time to ever go to Israel and absolutely love it there and, and never felt like I was in danger. I, this is just one of those things that, um, you know, we know that it's coming. We know there's going to be tribulation. We know it's going to start in Israel. And so when all this began to unfold, it was very unfortunate that y'all were there. But like Dave said the other day, it gives you a different perspective on God and the people of Israel, the resilience they have and what they go through on a normal basis. Because right now the media is trying to portray Israel as the bad guys here in this war when Israel was just trying to get along with the people that live around there and they were the ones attacked. They, they did not provoke this war. And they're a loving people, and I just wanted to kind of get that from you, uh, what your take was on that as well. Yeah, I definitely loved it there. And actually, <laughs> uh, kind of a funny story, I, for the first week after coming back, like, I felt very torn apart. I didn't want to leave Israel. I wanted to go back. I wanted to stay there. Wow. And um, I really felt in my heart that God was calling me back to Israel. So sometime after the Third Temple is built i will actually be moving there and oh, wow. hopefully helping out with end time but yeah i just felt very very called to that place it's really hard to be home and away from israel right now so well, praise the lord all right michaela yeah. thank you yeah, all right no thanks like, for your call michaela and everyone out there listening or watching make sure you're praying for michaela uh, she feels the lord's calling her to israel so let's pray that the lord would guide and direct her accordingly and uh, yeah, I think all hands will be on deck after that third temple's built, Doug. Mm -hmm. Everybody will be working for end time <laughs> at that point. So uh, do pray for Michaela 
and the situation in Israel, of course, all the Jews, all the Arabs, there are many people that are being impacted and we want people to be born again above everything else. So let's pray for these people that God continues to guide and direct them accordingly and that there are people like you and I there. We know some that are uh, boots on the ground essentially there that are helping direct these people and helping disciple them. And let's pray that God would uh, direct the people that are hungry and searching for more to the right people like he always does. All right, Doug, we are going to go to Texas now. Sam's watching there. Sam, welcome to the End Time Show. We are coming up against a break, so uh, if you can get right to your question, we won't have to cut you off. Sam, are you there? There he is. Yes, you there you are. Yeah. I'm wondering if we got it wrong and maybe that this what this this thing that's going on would lead to the, the peace agreement and then the war would come after. I mean, if if the U.N. settles it and then we think we're living in peace and then that nuclear war happens one night while we're asleep. Well, Sam, that's one of the things that we've always considered because the Bible doesn't really tell us which comes first. Uh, so we just kind of look at world events and kind of try to see which way we're going. When the Abraham Accords were introduced a few years ago, we thought, okay, well, maybe this happens first. We get the peace agreement. Then the war happens because of the uh, terrorist organizations that will be so upset that Israel got their temple. Uh, but it, it does appear right now that this could turn into that war more. It's kind of feeling like that right now. It seems bigger and like it's growing every day. But you're right. Something could happen that stops it, that gets the two sides together. I don't know if you saw the program yesterday, but Vince and I covered an article where both uh, President Biden and Emmanuel Macron had both said that there needs to be a two-state solution and there has to be peace there. Uh, President Biden actually said we cannot go back to status quo of uh, the, you know, the way things were before this happened. So he said we've got to move forward. He even talked about many people being involved with that process. So he said a lot of things yesterday that line up with Bible prophecy. And I believe one way or another out of this war, if this happens to be the Sixth Trumpet War or not, but I think you could be right that peace may be inflicted upon Israel. It may be something that they impose upon them and say, you're going to do this uh, as the world community. Sam, we appreciate your call. We're coming right up on a break here, so I do have to stop you there. We have some open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Give us a call to get on the show today. I want to remind you that we are, uh, we have a partner that's been very generous and said that he's going to match all donations towards Warn the Jews in the month of October. So we have just a few days left for that. Go to warnthejews.com. Every donation that you give up to $65,000 will be doubled this month only. Uh, consider doing that today. We'll be right back. They that understand what is taking place will instruct many. Except a man is born again, he can enter or see the kingdom of God. I don't care what label you've been given or what label you've given yourself, you are essential. You still matter. This is a journey, and when we get to the other side of that, that's where our prize is, that's where our reward is.
time is not going anywhere. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online with End Time Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the End Time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you and we love you. Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're going to get right back to the phones now. We're going to California. Ivan is watching there. Ivan, welcome to the End Time Show. Hello. Yes. Um, um, love you guys' show. Thank you. For uh, having me on here. Um, yeah, from, uh, um, uh, I go to a UPC church in San Diego, and uh, I just had a couple questions for you guys. All right. Um, do, you want, do you want me to ask one at a time or just both together? Probably be better if you ask them one at a time <laughs> for me anyway. Okay. 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 I'm getting old, uh, man. Okay. i got to hear them once, one at a time. <laughs> okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. So uh, the first one um, uh, for Daniel, I was looking at Daniel 12.1 um, to like maybe 12.10. Um, and I was just wondering if that happens to be, could be used as a post-trib um, um, scripture there, uh, passage there. Um you know, it's talking about uh, Michael first, I believe the archangel there, and then it's talking about a, a time of a trouble, mm-hmm. I believe it says in the King James, and then it's talking about the book of life and the dead being raised. Could, I mean, if, it, if the time of trouble is the tribulation and the book of life could be, I mean, uh, um, relating to the rapture maybe, and then, um, the, you know, it's talking about the dead being raised, which happens at the rapture there. So could that be used as a, uh, or have you guys used that as a post-trib uh, scripture passage there? We, I don't know that we've used this one particularly for a post-trib, but yes, um, your question about could it be used, yeah, it absolutely could. And one of the reasons is uh, when you look at verse 7, and Daniel was seeing the vision of the man clothed in linen that has his hands reached up to heaven, and uh, he says, how long will it be uh, before these things come to pass there and and that uh, individual tells him that it will be for time times and a half and uh, it says and he shall have accomplished to scatter the power of the holy people all these things shall be finished so it tells you that this is going to take place during the tribulation period because the time times and a half a time is the tribulation period we see this through the book of Daniel a lot Uh, We also see that same amount of time being given to us with different kind of measures of time in the book of Revelation, uh, 1,260 days and 42 months. Uh, And so we we see that same time, the great tribulation explained like that over and over. 
And so I think this very much could tell us that because it says that that's when the end will happen. It says that these things shall be finished when he's able to scatter the holy people. So he makes war against the saints for time, times, and dividing of time, that time of the great tribulation. And then it says that after they're scattered, all these things will be finished. And then Daniel is told then to close up the words of the book because uh, they're not for his time, that he's not to understand these things, but at his allotted time, he will receive his inheritance. And so that lets Daniel know that he's going to get his inheritance. And then when you look in Revelation chapter 11, when it talks about the seventh trumpet sounding, which we know is when the rapture takes place, it says that now has come the time to reward your prophets and your servants and saints. And so that is the time of our reward. That is the rapture. That's when all this stuff happens is at the seventh trumpet, which is post-trib. And that is what this correlates with. So, yeah, that's very much could be. That's a great first Amen. question. What's your second one? Amen. <laughs> okay. Um, well, a lot of people are talking about the feasts. And I, I, mean, I was kind of curious about that, too. I mean, for the pre-trib people, they say the Feast of Trumpets is the rapture, and then the uh, Feast of Atonement would be uh, the tribulation. And I know people get confused. I know the tribulation is the devil's wrath, and, you know, of course, uh, God's wrath is going to be the Armageddon there. Um, and I, I, see, I see the difference there. I know a lot of people don't. Um, but... Uh, um, uh, I was I heard uh, in, I have Intime Plus and I was listening to Brother Baxter. I can't remember which video it was on there, but he was talking about um, the Feast of Atonement could stand for the judgment of God. So if that's the case, then the Feast of Trumpets happens first, and then with you know there's no you know feast are covering the tribulation, uh, but it, it would be uh, uh, the Feast of Atonement actually the judgment of God Armageddon. Mm -hmm. So then that would make more sense, and that could be something to refute actually uh, what they're saying about the pre-trib rapture there. Um, it's maybe it's not talking about maybe because the tribulation is more minor, and the Armageddon would be much more of a greater uh, uh, wrath there um, coming, you know, from God Himself. Right. So um, there's no mention of the tribulation, but he's just talking about the uh, Feast of Atonement being Armageddon. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I don't know if you guys have ever used that or thought about that. What do you think of that? Well, we we understand that God has used the other feast to fulfill prophecy, and so it would make sense if He used the feast to fulfill the end time prophecies as well. Uh, how that will all play out, we just we don't see it in Scripture to give us a firm answer for that to where we can say, yeah, it's definitely going to happen here. That's one thing that you know we try to stay away from is try to give people dates and times because yeah. we don't know. The Bible tells us uh, you know, specifically that we, we're not going to know uh, the exact timing of that, but we know the signs of the things that are happening around us, and that points us to that. It could be very much fulfilled on a feast. That would make perfect sense, uh, but we yeah. just don't really have a teaching on that because we haven't ever really studied it out. To us, whenever Jesus decides to come back and get us, get us that's going to be great. We don't care what day that is. If he wants to do it at the Feast of Trumpets or the Feast of Atonement, I don't care. Just come get me, Jesus. Amen. Well, hey, Ivan, we've got a, excuse me, we've got a number of other callers and questions, so we appreciate you calling and asking those. God bless you. Doug Omocaro on Facebook wants to know, what about Africa and all this? What do we see in the Bible uh, regarding Africa? Well, there are places that are mentioned in, um, when you look at, um, 
in Ezekiel uh, 38 and 39, it mentions the names of the countries in, and it's like their biblical, their old biblical names from the Old Testament times. And uh, Africa will be involved in those nations that come down against Israel. It names some nations around there and it's very much part of that. So they will be part of that one world government that comes down against Israel at the Battle of Armageddon. All right, thank you very much. We're gonna go to Ohio now. Ralph is watching there. Ralph, welcome to the End Time Show. Hey, Dave and uh, Doug, thank you for taking my phone call. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Uh, you, you probably wish you can get through a show without questions on the rapture, but I got one. <laughs> if Scripture says every word of God is true and profitable for doctrine, then if the people who preach in pre-trib rapture, you know, he's not supposed to add to or take away from his word. If people who are preaching pre-trib rapture, are they preaching a lie? Well, man, I wish I could just say, Vince, you want to get that one? <laughs> uh, well, wait, I don't, say whatever you want, Doug. I, I do not believe. I do not believe that they are intentionally teaching something that they know is not biblical. I think that the people that are teaching that are teaching tradition that they've been taught their whole life. And there's a lot of us that are guilty of tradition in our lives. Um, and, and I think that, I don't think that they're doing it to mislead people. There are a lot of people that believe in a pre-trib rapture. And so I don't wanna tear people down right now that believe in that. And I definitely don't think people lie about it. I think they give the most, um, educated answer they have on what they understand from scripture and uh, sometimes we have people who are very adamantly pre-trib and once we set them down and we talk to them and we show them all the scriptures that are there well it changes their mind I have a pastor in mind that I spoke with on the phone and he had taught a pre-trib rapture his whole life uh, but I showed him a few scriptures just over the phone and on the end of the phone I could tell that he had that aha moment and he goes I have never seen that in my entire life of preaching. And so I, I don't think people are doing it as a way to manipulate people or to do anything uh, that would make it out to be uh, deliberately lying to somebody. They just may not have all the understanding and the knowledge that scripture gives us on that subject and their teaching tradition. Well, uh, I'll thank you all for taking my call on your, your uh, answer. Yes, sir, thank you. Thanks, Ralph, God bless you. All right, folks, it's time for the Joe Show. We're going to New York now. Joe is watching there. Joe, before you comment, everybody comment in the comment section, the Joe Show. <laughs> Show him how much you love him. There you go. I love you guys. We love you too, Joe. I thank the Lord every day for you and, and time, and I miss Irvin every day. But uh, as I'm listening, you guys are going into so many different areas. But the one thing that we have to stick straight to what we, what, what our minds grasp, and the Scripture says God has given us a sound mind because of the Holy Spirit. But that, you know, about the four angels and the hour, day, month, and year, I think that time slot has nothing to do with the length of the war. I think that has to do when it's an appointed time, just that these four evil angels will be loosed. Now, I don't believe angels have the authority to actually kill people. They have the authority to manipulate, <coughs> lie to these evil leaders like in Iran and, and China and so forth. And I think that that's a time sequence. So I think at some point they may have already been loosed because 
you know, uh, Satan's behind the whole thing, and he's a deceiver, and he takes his time, and he likes lying, and especially what we hear in the news today, how the Hamas and, you know, all those evil leaders, they're constantly lying, mm-hmm. and we know the father of lies. But we can't say that the Scripture is giving us a length of time for a war, because it doesn't say that. It is telling us that the angels are loosed for a particular moment. Yeah. Now, the, the duration of them affecting these evil leaders, we're seeing it unfold right now. It is taking place, and how everybody, you know, is there's so many hating Israel, and Israel is the center of God's creation. And that's all I want to say, and uh, tell everybody to keep praying, because we are the hope. The body of Christ is the hope for the United States of America, and this nation will be turned around. We have to be strong to stand with Israel. We can't be a beat-up nation and then stand strong for Israel. I believe we're going to see great turnarounds in political uh, these guys that make all these decisions, I think a lot of these lunatics are going to be replaced by righteous men and women. I've been praying that for years, and we're seeing it happen with this new Speaker of the House of Representatives. This man is a believer. He loves God, and we're going to see more of that. And I love you guys. I love brothers and sisters. You can email me. You guys can tell them my email. Man, Joe, if I could remember it, I would. <laughs> EWX97MC at hotmail.com. All right. Use the walkie talkie to email Joe today. <laughs> okay. God, God bless you. you, Joe. Thanks, Joe. We love it when you call. Doug, yeah. we're out of time once yes, again. How do we wrap today's show up? Well, you know, I, I just want to finish by saying to people it, it, we don't want to cause any kind of division between folks with the timing of the rapture. I mean, if you believe in a pre-trib rapture, it doesn't make you any different than us. We just believe in a different timing when Jesus is coming back. The main thing is that we go with Jesus when he comes back. So just make sure your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life and we can love each other if if you're right or if we're right. You know, either one of us, we're, if, as long as we leave the ground when Jesus comes back. Amen. Well, you can do that by going to endtime.com slash reborn. Learn what it means to be born again. Don't forget, all contributions to warnthejews.com are going to be doubled this month for up to $65,000. So go there today and contribute to help the Jews. Uh, We are helping them make Aliyah. We are helping the Rambam Hospital. We are helping displaced Jews presently. Uh, You can learn all about it there. We'll see you right back here on Monday.